let's talk about it. Well, hello there. Hey guys, welcome back. We are here with episode number two of Let's Let's Talk Talk About About It. It. And we are so excited for this episode. Um, Maddie, do you want to tell us a little bit about like what we wanted to talk about today? Yeah, of course. So today is going to be a pretty widely renowned topic of mental health and how some of us struggle a ton with it, especially as high school students when we're put under the pressures of school and put under the pressures of of the future. And so we kind of just wanted to talk about that and how we were able to overcome it through God. And so today we actually have a special guest. Yes! Um, (laughs) She is amazing. She's my little sister. She's also another high school student at Clear Springs High School. So she's going to be able to introduce herself. Hey guys, my name is Reese, and I'm a sophomore at Clear Springs High School. Awesome, awesome. How is sophomore year going? It's it's going. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's definitely different from freshman year, you know, yeah. with like course loads and oh, yeah. not being that introductory phrase of high school, you know, you're kind of getting used to it, and like anxiety is definitely coming a little stronger than it was last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for oh, sure. Yeah. I mean... Me and Maddie didn't even have a full sophomore year, so That's let's hope you very can. True. Let's hope you can have a full sophomore year this year. Um, but yeah, I definitely think I struggled more with anxiety my sophomore year than I did my freshman year. Oh, yeah. So uh, I think it's perfect that you're our guest speaker for today's topic because I know that you have a lot of wisdom and a lot of good stuff to talk about on this topic, and I'm so stoked to hear what oh, you yeah. have to say. Super excited! So um, let's just start off with like. You know, what has made you be able to get through this, um, like, this stress? Can you tell us a little bit about what you've gone through and, you know, what helped you out of it? So, my my stress a lot came from school and, like, my friends and just, like, being surrounded by a lot more people this year. Right. Mm-hmm. And the only way I genuinely think I got through it was prioritizing spending time in the Word with yes. God. And right. having yeah. that alone time just with me and God to really just let my walls down, and be in his presence, because that gave me the peace that I really needed. Yeah, that's good. I like that. So, bouncing off of what you said about peace, um, Proverbs 29-25 actually goes into a little more depth about that, Mm -hmm. and something that I think is very relatable to what you just said. It says, the fear of man lays a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is safe. Many seek the face of a ruler, but it but it is from the Lord that a man gets justice. And to me, uh, yeah, wow, this verse is <laughs> so impactful. Super powerful. Yeah. And so for me, I mean, this verse is a perfect demonstration of how we can never find peace in man, right? Yeah. We can only find peace from God. And so I feel like a lot of teenagers may not get that concept right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. And I feel like that's why our generation and our age group struggles with anxiety and depression the most. I agree. Yes. I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. That, um, you know, letting things of, like, the world stress you out is just something that is so, like, it's such a, like, tactic by the devil. Because the devil knows right. that we are so worried about succeeding and we're so worried about what's going to happen in the future. And our fear for you know, doing the things that we love is just so overwhelming Mm because we're so focused on getting getting good grades in school. And, you know, sometimes I know a lot of kids can agree parents don't really help with that. And so it's like 
going through that and trying to figure out how to get through that, like, sense of fear and sense of stress is just, you know, it's hard. And so what we figured out along the way is that God is the only thing that is strong enough to overcome that fear and to overcome that stress. And so... Um, a verse, those like two verses that reminded reminded me of that is Matthew eleven twenty eight, which is "Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give mm-hmm. you rest." And also First Corinthians three eleven, for no one can lay a foundation other than Jesus Christ, because we rest on the foundation of God, because He is the only thing that will never leave us, and He is the only thing that remains constant. Right. So yeah, leaning on something. Really so leaning on something that is so constant and is so important is just a huge thing of how to overcome that and allow your faith to grow in that as well. Right. Yeah, Yeah, no, that's really good. Uh, I love how you say we have to build a foundation on Jesus because that's where our peace is going to come from and that's where our hope is going to come from. And when we lay that foundation in Jesus, it changes everything. And that's when we really get a a handle on our anxiety and our depression. And Mm so uh, Reese, why don't you just go ahead and share us a little more about your personal experience with anxiety, how it affected your school, how it affected your relationships. Yeah. So a lot of my anxiety just started like this year. I never really struggled with it before. And I think a lot of it had to deal with, I'm a helper. Like I'm a people person. I right. love to help my friends mm-hmm. out and things like that. And I think what wore me out the most was thinking that I had to be the person for everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. And like, recently like going into God and like talking to people about it I realized like I can't be that person for everyone and realizing that took a lot more stress off than I ever thought could Mm -hmm. and like that they need to be able to find God like on their own like I'm not responsible for someone's relationship with God that's good yeah and like it has to be their choice it has to be their want and I can't want it for them Mm -hmm. and I think taking a step back and realizing that was difficult because there were things I couldn't help with that I really wanted to, mm-hmm. and, like, that took a lot off of me, and that hurt a little bit, but I overcame that through God, like, having God really just set that off for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that a lot. Um, something that I kind of thought went with that is how, you know, if we're not, if we don't get a grip on our own anxiety and our own depression and our own mental, um, health then we can't help others we can't give them the the advice they need when we're not taking our own advice you know and so I think it's so important to be able to get a grip on your own anxiety and get a grip on your own depression and not by myself but with God Mm -hmm. yeah and um and that way I don't I can be there to help others because I can't help others if I'm not helped myself, you know? Yeah. And so yeah. I need to make sure that that, we need to make sure that that's our priority is yes. getting a hold on our own mental health before we can help others with theirs. That's really good. And so, you know, that kind of reminds you of things that we can do to help us with that, and which is going to God, reading his right. word, getting his advice, you know, worshiping God, even whenever you feel like you don't want to worship and whenever you yeah. feel like you're being super heavily attacked. Um, I know we have friends who've gone through the same thing and they say that, worshiping and praising God through that has helped them even more than they believe so you know making sure you prioritize your own faith and your own mental health first is definitely super important because I know we all have hearts that want to help people and we all want to try our best to get people through what they're going through but we cannot do that unless we are getting through our own problems first right and so um 
I kind of liked that whenever you are finally right with God and you have to remember Romans 8.15, which is for you to not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear. Because once you get through those things, there's going to be so many things that the devil throws at you to knock you back into that place. Because whenever you were knocked back into that place, you were filled with anxiety and filled with fear and filled with depression. So to know that God has given you these gifts and given you these powers to overcome that through him and, you know, because you have God in you, he's able to move you through that. To, to make sure you don't fall back into that because you God never leaves you. And so God instills those that peace and that faith that you have always. So it's, it doesn't leave you. It never happens. It never like leaves you. But you always think that it does because you're in, you're in those moments of fear and you're in those moments of anxiety. So, yeah, I like that. I think yeah. that's a, I think those are really good points. Guys. Yeah, those are, uh, those are really good points. So, um, I guess I'll share a little bit about my personal experience with anxiety, and then Maddie, we can bounce to you about your personal experience with anxiety and just any mental health things that have come in the way of you living to the fullest extent. Yeah, sounds good. Um, So for me, like, anxiety runs my family. Like, um, I have it, my mom has it, my grandma, my cousins, like, it's something that runs in my family, and it's something I've dealt with since I was probably, like, seven or eight years old, Mm -hmm. and, um, and so at first, you know, being so young, I didn't understand what was really happening, and, um, back to our first episode, uh, I wasn't really living a life for God, and I wasn't Mm -hmm. really pursuing Him to the fullest extent, and so, um, my freshman and sophomore and some of junior year, I really struggled with anxiety Mm -hmm. and I really struggled with my depression. And, um, it's something that I just, I couldn't seem to, to get over, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, and it's not until I surrendered to God that I was healed from my anxiety and depression. And that just shows me like how important it is to pursue a relationship with God and go to him with all your anxieties and your, and your doubts and your hopelessness, because he is the only one that can heal you. And I've mm-hmm. seen it in my own life, and I know so many others who have gone through similar experiences. So, um, yeah, like, I still um, I still know that I can struggle with it, yeah. and I still know that it's a very real thing. And, like, yeah. it's not – there's a very common misconception over anxiety, and it's that Christians shouldn't struggle with anxiety. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've heard yeah. it, you know? Yeah. Yes. yeah. And so yeah. – um, and that's just not true. Like, mm-hmm. um, anxiety is a really – it's a real thing, and yeah. it's – totally normal to struggle with yeah uh but it's it's what you do with that anxiety it's who you bring it to it's what you do with it It, yeah and so um I think ultimately bringing it to God is is the best thing you can do and it's the thing that's going to heal you from it yeah yeah no that's good I really like that um you know like people like people say like Christians are going to be like prosecuted and you're going to be given those trials just because we're christian and you know the devil's going to push on us extra hard because he knows that he's trying to win a battle over god that has a hold on us Mm -hmm. so i I really do like that that going through that stuff is um the best way you can do is give it to god um i can say that in my testimony it's kind of um a, a, a little different i am i'm a big planner and i'm a big like you know, organizer, as both of you know, especially, yeah. you know, you raised you people that grown up with me, but, um, I do stress out about the future a lot, and I like having a set plan for things, and especially this last year, whenever I was thinking about changing majors and changing, you know, what I wanted to do was super, super stressful, and, you know, right. getting, like, yeah. like, thinking about the future, thinking about college, I know that we both, like, stress yeah, out a lot about sure. the college, uh, process, but, um, just figuring out that, 
as long as I, I don't have to stress about the future because God is with me in the present. So it's yeah, like, yeah, that's he good. doesn't, he doesn't like, I shouldn't be stressed out about that because as long as I pray to God, and as long as I keep being intentional with reading, um, I'm going to be fine and he's going to put me exactly where I need to be. So, um, just stressing out the future kind of, uh, like helped me a lot when I start praying to God more and start reading his word more. But another thing that I kind of stressed out that really took a toll on my mental health, especially with friendships and relationships that I was building, was not, not ever feeling like I was enough for people. Like, yeah. I always had to live up to something that people expected of me, whether that was um, to my parents with my grades or whether that, to, that was to people to be the person that they wanted me to be or be anything less than what they didn't want me to be. And so... Um, I kind of just want to give people advice to not ever feel like you need to live up to anybody's expectations because God has instilled those expectations in you and he already loves you and he, he like, yeah. he cherishes the way that you, you worship him and cherishes the way that you like, like keep running towards your calling and that you are who you are for a reason. And so God gave you the gifts and God gave you the passions for a reason to use for his glory. So that kind of reminded me of uh, verses of like James one seventeen that every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and James 1 2 through 4 that when you meet trials of various kinds for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness or remaining firm in God and let that steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete lacking in nothing yeah so that kind of just gives me a little bit of hope to like know that I don't lack in anything because God has given me everything that I need to be successful and to work towards glorifying him and make and like making his kingdom bigger so kind of giving me the like stories to tell to people to help people through this podcast and through yeah, like yeah. talking to people and like through discipleship and so yeah I think those are probably the main things that I ever struggled yeah. with yeah um I love the how you said that you felt worthless and that you were always trying to meet people's expectations Mm -hmm. and something that that kind of reminded me of is like um we don't have like we don't have to be enough for people because we're already enough in god's eyes yeah and uh when when you hold fast to that truth and when you hold fast to that like that promise it changes everything because you're no longer seeking the validation from the people that you once were you're seeking Mm -hmm. the validation from god and knowing that you're already enough in god it really it changes everything it really does and so um also, going along with your uh, your fears about the future, um, mm-hmm. it's something that seniors, I feel like, can really relate to. Oh, yeah. But even underclassmen, because their life, they're going to be seniors soon, too. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just something that high schoolers deal with, and it's a very real thing. And so, uh, Jeremiah 29, 11 um, says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans. <laughs> plans. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and hope. Yeah, no, that's good. I like that. Um, It's a very well-known verse, but to think about it, it's like, it's so important because, like, God knows, God has, like, painted this path for you to follow. And so with that, you have to learn that by reading God's word, it's in, like, it's pushing you towards that future and pushing you towards that path and towards that calling, so... Yeah, no, I really like that that verse. Yeah, um, so then bouncing off of that, it, it continues in, in verse 12. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me and I will hear you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. And so um, 
you know, you first look at verse 11, which is a very popular verse, and you're like, oh yeah, he has, he like, he's got me, like, I don't have to do anything because he has the future, and I'm just going to live my life, and you know, he's going to figure it all out. Mm -hmm. But you still have to seek him. Yeah. And I feel like that's like what, um, what a lot of people, um, get confused over mm -hmm. and, uh, and they don't understand that. Yes, he has amazing plans for you and he's got you in his hand, but you still have to seek him with all your heart. You yeah. know, yeah. you can't just not do anything, sit back, go live a, a worldly life, mm -hmm. but still expect the, like him to, to have all the things figured out for you. Yeah. He does. But you still have to seek him. That's good. I like that. Yeah. And so, um, another uh, commonly known thing that people say in a, a, a rumor almost is that God doesn't give you anything you can't handle. Because that's not true. Mm -hmm. God does give you stuff you can't handle, but nothing he can't handle. Yeah, and so, um, you know, I can't handle anxiety and depression on my own. Mm -hmm. I can't. I just can't. You know, it's. I'm going to fall short every single time. Mm -hmm. But he can handle it. He is more than capable of turning in my anxiety to joy. He is yeah. more than capable of turning my depression into happiness and just living a fully content life. Mm -hmm. And so... Um, and so that's kind of something that I saw and I did some research on and I really enjoyed getting to learn more about that and how, yes, he does give us things that we cannot handle, but he can handle them. Mm -hmm. And that's where we have to go to him and find the strength that only he can provide. Yeah, yeah. I really like that. That kind of puts you to the idea that because God gives you these things that you can't handle, you have to go to God for them. And, you know, right. there are so many people out there that I just, it, my heart feels heavy for them that they, they aren't going to God because they're just going to dwell in this and they're just going to keep living in this season of just anxiety and depression. But they could be renewed and they could be restored in the faith of God. And, you, you know, if this could reach more people that they would have that outlet to go to, like go to God for a complete just renewing their faith and renewing um, their mental health because that's so, that's so important. Like mm -hmm. you can't, I don't, I couldn't imagine living in just a so, a, just a constant season of, of like of anxiety and depression. Like I might, yeah. it just, it hurts my heart that people are, are doing that and they don't go to God because they don't know who God is. Yeah. And so and, that's like super important. Yeah. Um, and so one of the main reasons that we wanted to film this specific topic, uh, for this week is because September is actually national suicide prevention yep. month. And there, um, are so many high schoolers who feel like they're nothing, who mm -hmm. feel like they're worthless, who don't know what their identity in God is. Yeah. And they feel like, you know, the only outlet is to just not exist because mm -hmm. they feel like no one sees them. Yeah. But God sees you. Yeah. You know, wherever you're watching from, like, God sees you. Mm -hmm. and, um, and he knows you and he loves you and he cares for you and he wants to have a relationship with you. Yeah. And so another thing I would encourage to everyone listening is to just check in on your friends and on the people uh, around you because you really never do know what someone is going through. Mm -hmm. You know, they say that the the most depressed people are the people that look the happiest. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I feel like all too well we're really good at hiding our emotions. Mm -hmm. And I feel mm -hmm. like it's very important to speak out on how you're feeling. Speak out on your emotions. Tell someone what you're going through and go to God with what you're going through. Mm -hmm. And so uh, that's really a big thing on why we wanted to film 
this episode uh, based off mental health. And so, uh, Reese, if you wanted to kind of jump in and just um, share any more wisdom that you have for us or any other stories that you wanted to share about depression, anxiety, uh, just anything like that. I think my biggest advice to everyone listening is, yes, be there for everyone that you can. Like, yes, talk to people, but make sure you're okay. Because yeah. at the end of the day, that is the most important mm-hmm. thing, is that you're good in your faith mentally. Like, take those breaks and, like, shut shut off for a little bit. You know, disconnect for a little bit. If that's what you need. A Sabbath a day? Do it. Take, a good Sabbath a day? Mm-hmm. I know we all three. <laughs> we all did. Just recently took one, and man, has it helped a lot. It does. Yeah. Like, I could not stress enough the fact that disconnecting from your phone and, like, people around you, if that helps you helps a lot just Mm -hmm. to be in your own mind and like relax and like really take that regeneration time because like we've said like you can't give people the best that they need if you're not okay Mm -hmm. you can't help people if you're not helped like I said earlier like they I think that's something that's really important that you can be that person for your friends and you can be the person they go to for help but you have to remember to put yourself first sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, finding those friends that you can talk to about this kind of yeah. stuff. Like, it, it's super, It's a super powerful thing to be vulnerable with each other because I think that's what builds friendships the most. And yeah. finding those friends that are pushing you towards God mm-hmm. are also super important because then you're going to have these people that are helping you move towards God but also helping you move through your problems and through your trials that you're going through and just, you know, giving you the advice that you need because you can't give it to yourself and because you're you like you're in a position that you you're not listening to yourself, you're not listening to other people that you know, sometimes you can be in this bat like in such a low place that like things don't matter but you have like but like understanding that God loves you and God sees you and yeah. God knows that you matter and God knows that you are just as important as you know, as him. So like you're you know, just finding those people and just finding um that like group and outlet, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I totally agree because you have two di- you have two different types of friend groups in the world. You have the friends that you go to them and you say you're you're dealing with some anxiety, you're dealing with depression, and they say go to God. And then there's another group where you go to them and you say, you know, I'm dealing with anxiety and I'm dealing with depression. And they say, let's go get drunk, let's go get high, let's go party. Yeah, like that'll take your it, yeah, that'll like that. take your mind off of it. And those are not the friends that you want to yes. surround yourself with, y'all. Like. Go find godly friends. Um, uh, go find godly friends. Like, you know, I take that back. Don't go looking for them. Pray to God to bring them to you. And Maybe. I feel, yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> and, like, uh, I feel like when, you know, I, that was one of my answered prayers out of a million. Um, but, like, give God, like, I, I want godly friends. And now that I am surrounded with friends who, when I go to them and say, you know, I'm dealing with some anxiety, I'm just really stressed out, and they're like, you know what, go to God. You know, y'all said, take a Sabbath day. You need yeah. it. <laughs> and so, um, and so I really encourage just to find friends like that who are going to point you back to Jesus instead of pointing you to things of this world yeah. to, heal your, uh, to heal your anxiety and depression. And I feel like uh, high schoolers, you know, people, they say, oh, high school, like, time to party, time to, you know, and it's, mm-hmm. it's, no. Like, yeah. just no. Respectfully, <laughs> no. Respectfully, no. 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 Uh, like, that's, that's not going to solve any of your problems. That's not going to fulfill you the way God can. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's, that's honestly one of my main hopes is that through this podcast, uh, you know, I can't help you. I can help you find Jesus, but I can't, I can't be, you know, like, I can give you advice 
to find Jesus, but you have to do it on your own. That's like yeah. what Marie said. Yeah. You can't cheat. Yeah, like, you can't do it for you. Yeah. You have to do yeah. it for yourself. And so I, I really believe that that's super true because uh, I can I can be there for you, you know? Mm-hmm. I can, yeah. we can give you the advice, um, but you got to do it on your own. Yeah. And yeah. so I honestly, like that, that's kind of one of my biggest hopes for the podcast is just that our advice and our wisdom would just encourage others to go and find God yeah. and go to him instead of things of this world. Yeah. I think that's a great point. Yeah. I like it. So, guys, I think that's going to be it for this for this episode. Um, yeah. I hope that you take into consideration all the advice that we're giving you. And like they said, you know, I hope we apply hope that to you your, can. Apply it to your life and yeah. just, um, just start going to God instead yeah. of other people and other things. And just giving him all your doubts, all your fears, all your anxiety mm-hmm. and uh yeah, I think that that's super important, and I think that um, once you do that, everything's going to change in your life. Yeah. And so um, I know uh, we around here like to pray to close out, and so in honor, in honor of Reese being our guest, will you pray us out? I would love to. So, dear God, first, I just want to thank you for this opportunity, for allowing us to come together today and talk about these things and allowing us to really expand on our own experiences and give out advice that we think that could really help people. And God, please like, bless our listeners and allow them to really like indulge in what we had to say and really take it into consideration and apply it to their lives to move forward in their relationship with you and allow them to have that strength to turn to you instead of other people because it's a hard step. Like. I'll be completely honest, it is a hard thing to do, Lord, but please just give them the strength to really be able to do this so that they can move forward, Lord God. Please allow them to go into the week with this newfound courage and this newfound peace, Lord God. Please just bless them in all they do. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 And we will see See you all next next week. week.